When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Accolades Conversations, in which I talk to some of my favorite artists about who or what they would recommend me checking out. In episode 31, I'm talking to another hip-hop legend, Raskas. He is a member of hip-hop supergroup The Horsemen, along with Cannabis, Killer Priest and Corrupt, but he's also a member of Golden State Warriors with Exhibit and Saphir. About.com ranked him number 30 on their list of the top 50 MCs of our time from 1987 to 2007, while Pitchfork Media called him one of the best rappers alive. I'm talking to Raskaz about Stan Lee, an American comic book writer, editor, publisher and producer. He rose through the ranks of a family-run business called Timely Publications, which would later become Marvel Comics. Stan was the creative leader for two decades, leading its expansion from a small division of a publishing house to a multimedia corporation that dominated the comics and film industries. This is what Raskas had to add. I want to give my accolades, honestly, to Stan Lee. Very instrumental in my growing up. I didn't have brothers, and I'm from the era where we didn't have 24-hour cable. So TV went off at a certain time. Like, after 11 o'clock, it just became fuzz. Even HBO and that stuff wasn't 24 hours. So the things that occupied my time were reading. And the things that I had a lot of fun reading were comic books, specifically, you know, Spider-Man, specifically X-Men. Those really resonated with me. He dealt with society. As a kid, I was learning some things about society through comic books that school didn't teach me. A simple one is obviously Spider-Man. Most heroes were kind of the uber white guy. It's always the, you know, I'm the super white, I'm rich. Superman, Batman, you know, Superman is kind of unattainable whereas circumstance was Peter Parker's situation. He was poor. You know, he was a kid trying to achieve his shit. Um, but having these responsibilities, having these talents. Before I even knew he did it intentionally, I understood that the X-Men were black people and I understood that Malcolm X and Martin Luther King were. I understood it. I, I could read between those lines before I found out that it was real, that he intentionally did it. And so the X-Men were a metaphor for the 1960s, that these people that could jump higher, run faster, that the world basically hunted and criminalized just for being who they were, that it was a metaphor for civil rights, for black people only asking to be treated as human when maybe they were bigger, better, stronger, faster, or created humanity. It resonated with me before I knew he did it intentionally, and the fact that he did it intentionally is fucking brilliant, especially for a little black kid in LA that didn't know these things. So just him having that kind of perspective that kind of uh, humanity, that kind of warmth, and that kind of brilliance along with all other artists and, and, you know, and other creators. For him to, you know, be the figurehead and to create those things that could help me understand the world that I was going to get into at 9, 10, 11 years old is fuck crazy to me. He actually created Black Panther before the Black Panthers became the Black Panther. What would the character be that you resonated to most when you were a kid? I can't pick one in particular. There was the boy with talent, the Peter Parker, the Rage of Wolverine. It was more realistic of what I, growing up being a, a child, period, in, in any society. Like, not everybody, everybody can't be born from the rich parents and, you know, and the fucking genius billionaire tech guy or whatever. So, 
you know, most people just grow up kind of in, in the middle, you know, you know, and you got to get out here and go do something with your life. So I always like that about uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I liked, yeah, Wolverine's Rage, you know, I'm one of, I'm probably one of the first rappers that integrated a lot of comic book rhymes. 94, 95, I was, when the source really was battered, when it was the Bible of hip hop, I got my hip hop uh, quotable and I mentioned the adamantium clause like Wolverine, the come with it song. So I always integrated, you know, obviously Wu-Tang did too, you know what I'm saying? Tony Stark and all of them. But yeah, I always wore that that nerd part of me as a badge of honors. I want to thank my guest Raskast for this interview. Next week, I'm talking to another legendary rapper, Tash from the Alcoholics. If you want to see the video that comes along with this interview, you can go to our YouTube channel, Crate Records. You can also find all information about accolades on CrateRecords.be. Thanks for listening. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.